0: At some point, you've got to tell your son or your daughter they suck. I do that on a daily basis. I know.
1: We've had a doozy of a day.
0: Welcome to Movie Muggin', the father and son podcast that hates to fucking cuss.
1: I really fucking hate that.
0: I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies and talking about them with the chemistry and banter that's been marinating for 18 years. That is true.
1: That's a fact.
0: This is episode number five and it's Jack's turn. How are you feeling about your pick today?
1: Confident as fuck.
0: Confident as fuck. Yeah. I don't really know. Is that good?
1: I'm just hoping it's not going to be like on American Idol, those people who are like, everyone tells me I'm a great singer, and then they get up there and it's just the worst thing you ever seen.
0: Why do, why do family members allow their kids to do that? Because the family members have to know this kid is tone deaf, and they don't, and you they know, just it's let it. not him...
1: always a kid. It might just be a person in denial. Yeah,
0: but but a lot of times their family members, there are holding signs like they're really, mm-hmm. really good, and, and somebody's got to know they suck. At some point, you've got to tell your son or your daughter they suck. I do that on a daily basis. I know. Uh, being that this is episode number five, that means that you, our dear listener, have sixteen more episodes to go on the twenty one episode challenge. You're about twenty four percent of the way through. I'd say good job, but that would seem like I'm congratulating them on doing something hard like push ups or I don't know, moving big rocks push-ups or something. Aren't hard. <laughs> All right, drop down and give me <laughs> no, no. one. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, listening to movie muggins more like eating ice cream or Getting paid or getting a massage or having sex, um, shooting up, <laughs> and if you're doing all four of those things, then uh, I guess congratulations are in order, <laughs> yeah. Uh, shooting up, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Nothing really. <laughs> all right, before we uh, get to your selection, uh, you know what time it is, right? Yeah, it's lobby time with Vince and Jack. <music> Right, everybody. Welcome to the movie and lobby. Uh, For those that don't know, lobby time is a great time to go over some things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be talking about, but we feel like they are still important enough to warrant some attention. All right, the first thing I'd like to address is cussing. I uh, mentioned it in the opening of the show. Jack, you dropped sixteen f bombs in our last episode. Only. (laughs) I'm surprised. Uh, that averages out to around an f bomb every two minutes. So okay, that sounds a lot. You feeling you feeling good about yourself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we used to be movie mug and a father and son podcast, but because of you, I had to amend it and say, "But not a family show." Good. Yeah. So sixteen. It's like I'm working with Samuel L. Jackson over here, <laughs> motherfucker. So I'm, I'm so I'm gonna need you to say frick. And fricking from now on.
1: (laughs) I'll freak off
0: with that. (laughs) Oh, aren't they just adorable at this age? Second, um, we've hit the big time, ladies and gentlemen. We are now available on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as they like to call it now. Uh, And, you know, they don't just let anybody on iTunes. And due to their strict vetting process, there are only like 750,000 podcasts on there. You know, an Apple Podcast is the medium that most people listen to uh, as far as podcasts go. And uh, that's been the case with our show as well good cool jack you got anything to add any shout outs to give here in the lobby uh no I Man, you always come prepared with something uh we'd also like to use this lobby time to answer listener questions so we invite you to send us questions comments or feedback and if we read it on the air we'll give you and your podcast if you have one a, a shout out here during lobby time uh, you can email us at moviemuggin at com, or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram at mm-hmm. moviemuggin. <laughs> uh, those are pretty much the only two uh, mediums we're using right now. We do have a Twitter account, but who the hell has time to keep up with Twitter and Instagram and all the other shit? Teenage girls. Teenage girls. <laughs> all right, let's head back into the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will tell you all about today's movie. All right, Jack, you said you were confident as fuck, so let's find out what that means.
1: Okay, so start off, this movie came out in 2011. It is rated R. Uh, it has a shorter runtime of about 88 minutes. Okay. Uh, and it was directed by Eli Craig, that if means, you've heard that name. means nothing to me. Uh, I don't pay attention to two directors either. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it an 84%, and so did the audience, because hmm. there's the two separate ratings. Right. They tied 84%. Okay. On IMDb, you can see that the rating of this movie is at 7.6 out of 10 stars with exactly, it said, 154,189 votes, and it still averages out to a 7.6. So, you know, I picked film gold. Sounds legit. Uh, The Mormon Mothers, I couldn't say too much about the the gory stuff because there's a lot of spoilers. Gory stuff, huh? All right. But uh, for the sexual... It said teens kiss and are definitely thinking about sex. <laughs> Lots of sexual humor and innuendos. And uh just for my final thoughts before the movie. Uh I've seen it a couple times, and I'm really excited to see it again. This movie is called Drumroll, please. No. Fuck you. Uh Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I've I probably I saw it a long time ago. I probably said a little bit about it, but I, I think mean, you're I, 50 now, so.
0: I think I've heard of it, but I don't really. I mean, I I don't know anything about it other than they they go up against evil and <laughs> it's really some funny. kids are thinking about sex, which you know, yeah, shocking there. Yeah, very shocking. All right, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. And uh, go ahead and pause and watch Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and then come back. Or if you've already seen it, go. Uh, go use the bathroom or something and then come back and we're going to go ahead and watch this movie and let's take a movie mug and pause. All right. We're back. Just got done with Tucker and Dale versus evil.
1: I like it equally every single time I watch it.
0: Good. Well, let me go ahead and give it the 50 cent tour. So you, you feel like it's kind of going to be one of those movies where, well, let me just say that the, that a bunch of college kids and they're going out camping or they're Mm -hmm. going out into the woods, seen it before bad things are going to happen but it's completely different than what I thought it was going to be you know they're going into this town and it's it's a lot of hillbillies and stuff and the hillbillies have this creepy vibe and so I think well there's there's what's going to happen these hillbillies are going to come out and I'm thinking Tucker and Dale or some of these college kids um but it doesn't end up happening <laughs> like that so what ends up what does end up happening is a lot of misunderstandings
1: yeah that the movie is based off of a big misunderstanding
0: The hillbillies, which are lovable guys, which turn out to be Dale and Tucker. So they, they they're going out to their vacation cabin that they just bought, which is, which is a dump, but they go out into the woods to this cabin and they're fishing one night and all these college kids are some of, they're like going swimming in this lake. Mm -hmm. Tucker and Dale are there fishing and a girl sees them. They're checking her out because she's undressing and she falls in, hits her head on a rock. Well, Tucker and Dale pick her up, get her in the boat.
1: Yeah, because she she wasn't surfacing. Yeah. so was they rescued her because real she, shit.
0: Yeah, she she got knocked out in the water, and her friends see these hillbillies dragging her body, lifeless body, looks like into the boat. They're in gonna, her
1: underwear.
0: In her underwear, and then they start paddling off, and so the friends <laughs> yeah. think that they that she's been kidnapped, so they decide they're going to go rescue her, and what what ends up happening is is,
1: <laughs> spoilers ahead for sure.
0: Yeah, spoilers ahead. These, these kids just start dying in crazy ways. and it's not Tucker and Dale killing them. They're trying to rescue them, but they're dying on accident, but it's just looks fucking so bad on them. It's so bad. It's all these coincidences. Like there's one time where they, a guy's going to go to the house and Tucker's outside chainsawing some wood and he gets into a hornet's nest. So he, He's running away from the Hornets with this chainsaw, and it looks like a madman, like he's yeah, chase like the kid over off.
1: his head. It's still revving, and, and
0: uh, yeah, and yeah. so the kid goes running, and he runs into this spike tree, and it it impales him, and and it's just mm-hmm. things like that over and over and over. Ridiculousness. The like wood that.
1: chipper one was one of the best, I would say, because the events that happened afterward with the rest of the kid's body was that was pretty funny.
0: Yeah, so a guy is running to attack Tucker and Tucker is using this wood chipper and I guess Tucker bends out of the way or something like that. To pick
1: up a log to throw in. And and the kid
0: goes flying into the wood chipper. And it's just the kids are dying over and over and over and Tucker and Dale are like, they're on some kind of suicide pact (laughs) or something like that. So, yeah, that's kind of what it was at the end. You know, there's. There's one of the college kids is just crazy. Yeah. There's some backstory with him that his family was killed by hillbillies. So he he doesn't want to just rescue the girl. He wants to wreak havoc and torture these hillbillies. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, you know, you have the big fight at the end and um, you got the college girl falling in love with one of the hillbillies. So yeah. there was some stuff that you like, oh, yeah, I know what's coming next. I know what's coming next. But I will tell you that it was very enjoyable to me.
1: Yeah, I, I really like this movie, and I'm, I'm glad you liked it too.
0: My initial reaction, like I said, I, I thought that it was going to be these college kids that were going to kind of be tortured by these hillbillies.
1: Before you really knew it was a comedy,
0: there was a movie that came out in the '70s called Deliverance, and it was these guys who were going whitewater rafting in hillbilly town. Oh, you ever hear that song? Ding, 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 ding. It's like a banjo. No. Okay. <laughs> so they go to this hillbilly town and they end up getting harassed by the hillbillies. One of them ends up getting sodomized by one of the hillbillies mm. as he's saying, Squeal
1: like a pig, boy. It's <laughs> it's pretty tough to watch. That's not this kind of movie. It's for not sure. at all.
0: But it felt like it was gonna be that. Obviously I, I saw it's kinda like a B movie and I thought, Well, it looks like it's gonna have a little bit of comedy in it, but at the same time there's these hillbillies are gonna torture these poor kids. That's what I thought it was gonna be like. But then pretty quick, I found out that these hillbillies that were in it were very, very likable, and yeah. I, I loved the relationship, and I loved the way they talked, and I, I lo- the, the script in this was wonderful. I it's, thought it just yeah. fit really, really well.
1: Tucker got his fingers, two of his fingers cut off at one point, and uh, uh, the college kids delivered it to the vacation house door where Dale and that teen college girl, whatever, were sitting, and... Dale opened it, and he's like, oh, they took his bowling fingers. Yeah. <laughs> his two fingers were in there. And the the end was really funny. Whenever uh, uh, Tucker was in the hospital, and they had put his two fingers back on, and one of them was his, and the other one was one of the <laughs> college girls who's, like, got blown up or something. and they're like, They were was, like,
0: they found my fingers and sewed them back on.
1: And, <laughs> <laughs> and it kind of reveals... One of his fingers is like real girly and has a red fake nail on it. And he's like, I don't really remember it looking like that. Yeah.
0: And Dale was like, no, no, it's normal. It's normal. There was a lot of, not not laugh out loud, but, but snickering yeah, lines and, and just
1: appreciating what uh, was yeah, just said. Yeah, absolutely.
0: They did a really, really good job on that. Tell me why you picked this movie.
1: I mean, every time I watched it, I really liked it. I've watched it with maybe two other friends separate times and everyone liked it. I I don't know, is very babysitter-ish, mm-hmm. I would say. There's the good comedy that's not necessarily laugh out loud, but Babysitter had more laugh out loud type stuff,
0: I would say, maybe. So you're, you're three picks into this, and I'm starting to see a pattern. We got dark comedy, crappy movie, <laughs> dark comedy. So okay. I guess you're due Fuck for off. a crappy movie <laughs> next
1: time. But th- this one, dark comedy, I, I just always enjoy dark comedy.
0: I thought it was a great concept. It was certainly original. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love all the crazy coincidences. And and sometimes you even knew they were coming, and I was like, oh, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. But yeah. it still
1: worked. Because uh, you see Tucker using the wood chipper, and then... Do you know one of those kids yeah. is going to end up in the wood chipper? <laughs> you called one thing. I called several things. Several things. The one that I remember the most is Dale is outside with the girl, who's Allison, the one that they quote-unquote captured or whatever, and he's digging like an outhouse hole. And the teens sneak up and are spying, and then it's the girl's turn to start digging it, and Dale's outside of the hole, just kind of instructing her. And they're like, he's making her dig her own grave. And you had said that right before.
0: There's parts like that. The, The teens are trying to rescue their friend and just over and over they see different things and and it just makes these hillbillies look like they are crazy kidnappers yeah murderers it just works it was done really really well i really like when they can put comedy and darkness together yeah it's i think it's probably probably one of my favorite genres um dark comedy
1: uh, me too it it just they're such opposites by themselves like a comedy versus just saw Mm-hmm. It it's huge fucking difference, but then when put together correctly and just kind of formulated right, it can be really really good. Yeah, I really like some of the stuff. Like Shaun of the Dead would be kind of a dark comedy, absolutely, and and they did that great. I love that movie.
0: This this movie is, I, I think. Definitely a brother or sister to Shaun of the Dead. Yeah,
1: I would say more so than to the babysitter.
0: You got the crazy zombies, but you also have uh, just the the <laughs> funny, the kids. funny, the funny dialogue. in Shaun of the Dead, like when that zombie's walking toward them and they're throwing record albums. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but that's my uh, that's my limited edition
0: record. And then the, yeah, it's
1: just it's just funny. I really like it.
0: The two hillbillies were lovable. Very they they, they were
1: just relatable, them. too, because they're like, why are these fucking college kids killing themselves in front of us? And then Dale would say, like, oh, we, we should get the cop involved. And then Tucker's like, you really think he would believe this story? And then he goes and, like, says a little bit of, like, dialogue of what he would say to the cop. We, we've had a doozy of a day here. Yeah, and he'd, be, he'd have to be some kind of moron to believe this story. And they're pulling the the waist down of the kid who went in the wood chipper. To like get him out of there because no one wants a fucking half a body on their lawn, you know. <laughs> but the cop rolls up and he's like, what are y'all doing? And Tucker goes, we've had a doozy of a day. And then after that whole story, the cop goes, you have to think I'm some kind of moron to believe that story. They did a really, really good job with the cast as well, I think. Oh, yeah. Even the college kids, all of them were shitty actors for the most part. But that didn't matter. That this is that kind of movie where that kind of helps set the scene of goofiness, yeah, to offset, I guess, some of the darkness.
0: You know, sometimes people just make shitty movies with shitty actors and sh- shitty actresses because they're just shitty directors or they don't have a budget or anything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think they're like, no, she let's genius, m- let's make them shitty. On purpose, and maybe these people are really good actors and actresses, but they acted so shitty, mm-hmm. and it just, it brings a certain amount, I'm not going to say charm, but it brings something to the movie. It makes yeah. it better.
1: It enhances it in a way, I don't even know. Yeah. Like Dude Bro Party Massacre 3.
0: I was thinking about that movie as that we were That fucking this. movie
1: is great. And it uh, you can see by the title, it's a joke. And it's one of these movies that, I have no idea what their budget would look like for that, but they made something I'm going to remember forever because that movie, I don't know. I'm speechless about that movie. It was called Dude Bro
0: Massacre 3. Dude
1: Bro Massacre Party Massacre 3.
0: Dude Bro Party Massacre 3. (laughs) The funny thing about it is there was no one and there was no two. Yeah. (laughs) There was just three. And we we caught that on TV one time. We flew by the guide, and I'm like, I'm going to put this on for a minute. And it was so terrible but they made it terrible on purpose it, it to make it great. Yeah.
1: It wasn't terrible like, oh, I'm going to turn this movie off terrible. It was no, just you like, couldn't look away. It's like you're watching it and you're like, oh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Like, th- there are some moments in that movie that I will forever think are funny. Yeah. And I, I need to watch that again sometime soon.
0: Well, let's get back to the movie at yeah. hand, Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Was there anything that you did not like about it? Anything that you kind of wish would have gone different? Honestly, don't really think I do
1: have anything negative about it. At least I can even think of like it would have to be something small, like a little nuance. But I really enjoyed it. I thought it was executed pretty perfectly.
0: I did too. I, I really, yeah. really enjoyed this movie, and I really can't think of anything that I was like, "Oh, that's yeah." Uh, I wish they wouldn't put that in there or anything I, like can't that. Either it was, it was solid for was sure. Solid. All right, bucket of chicken time. If you've not been listening along to all of our episodes, first of all, shame on you. But second, our Bucket of Chicken is the Movie Muggin Award that we can give to anybody or anything we want to. We can give it to an actor, director, the concept, the story, the script, whatever the fuck we want because it's our Bucket of Chicken. So Bucket of Chicken, who are you giving it to, Jack? Huh, I'd
1: I'd have to say that I had kind of two options, but I think this one is better for me. I have to give it to Dale sort of throughout the movie, but also for this one scene when the teens have captured his dog and have the dead cop's revolver at its head. And are like, we'll kill your fucking dog. And Tucker grabs a nail gun, gives it to Dale, and he, he just goes to town shooting everywhere out there. Yeah, don't kill my dog. And That would be my biggest one. My runner-up would be Tucker for dealing with all the shit. <laughs> he got put through all the wasps things or bee or whatever, getting his fingers chopped off. But
0: he stayed positive and fun <laughs> the whole movie like
1: just go get her dale remember that time way back i i didn't let you win you just were better than me and like gave him a whole pep talk for the final fight
0: my bucket of chicken uh, as i was watching the movie i thought man i got to give it to the relationship between tucker and dale because those <laughs> yeah. and dale's just he's the big guy but he's so lovable mm-hmm. his character's so lovable he's a softy but the 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 main <laughs> the main villain was this college kid, Chad, his name was Chad, and he was just a douchey frat guy. <laughs>
1: um, he, he had his uh, he had a polo on, and the collar was popped. Yeah, that's how fucking douchey
0: and you just stole my thunder because this guy <laughs> went through so much, I mean he got burned he he was in the house when it blew up. he's running around in the woods, he was just crazy, he's throwing axes around. the guy's collar stayed popped. The oh. whole entire movie.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry about that. The whole entire
0: know. movie. And so I'm giving my bucket of chicken to Chad for keeping his collar popped the whole entire <laughs> I, movie. I thought you
1: were going to give it to the collar for just never going down. No. I mean, we have no idea if it ever went down. Maybe he 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 made his collar take a Viagra before filming. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keep him hard. Yeah, that gets my bucket of chicken.
1: (laughs) That's funny. I noticed noticed
0: it from the very beginning, and I just kept noticing it and kept noticing. And and you know, that's one of those things. That's one of those little extra things that they put in a movie that some people probably don't notice, but Mm -hmm. the people who do are like, fuck yeah, man, that's awesome.
1: It's so small, but it has like a pretty big impact on enjoyment because it's one of those things if it keeps repeating, it makes you laugh every single time. And I mean, when you're laughing, everything's
0: better. When you're laughing, everything's better. That's a great quote. All right, now it is time where we give our highly coveted scores on the movie and then maybe some last remarks about it. I'm gonna go ahead and go first. Yep, that's fine. This movie was a lot of fun and I think this movie is the best one we've seen so far as far as how I enjoyed it. So I'm gonna give this an 87. That is 3%
1: higher than Rotten Tomatoes and the audience score from Rotten Tomatoes. I think I kind of want to give it like a 93. 93, okay. I love this movie.
0: I don't disagree with that. It was so much fun, and it was so much fun to watch, and there was not one time where I was like, oh, really, or come on, man. And and it's hard, especially movies like this, if they're not done right, I find myself many times going, oh, really, yeah. that's fucking stupid. But this time, I just, I had fun. I enjoyed watching it. It was a It was a really fun experience for me.
1: Yeah, props to Eli Craig. I'd never heard his name before until I had to look up my information for this movie, yeah. for this podcast, and I think he did a fantastic job on this movie, and I want to kind of check out what else he's done, see if there's anything in there.
0: Yeah, so he he took a bunch of actors who are not very well known, certainly no stars.
1: None of the college kids are stars
0: for sure. No, I mean, Dale and Tucker aren't stars either oh, in, yeah. in any other movie they've been in that's been a, that's been like a good movie. These, the, these actors are not household names. No. And I didn't know who any of them were except I recognized, like I said, I recognized Tucker. But Eli Craig, the director, did such a great job. The script was so fun. It was and,
1: written by him too. Written oh, him and someone else wrote it that's what i saw so he he like doubled it i would i Double would did it
0: yeah i would i would love to to check out what else he's got um i do that sometimes the first time i saw lock stock and two smoking barrels i know you haven't seen that yet Mm-mm. i was like man this this who directed this because i love the way it's put together is directed by guy Ritchie, and then i'm like well, what else did he direct and i saw kind of a follow-up to that and i was like oh my gosh this guy's this guy's incredible so i Whenever I see a director put together something like this, I'm always going to check out some of the other things he did just to give it a try. Sometimes they're one hit wonders, just like mm-hmm. many many in the music industry, <laughs> and and sometimes they got a pretty good catalog of work. Uh, any parting words?
1: It is rated R, but I think even kids who can watch PG thirteen movies would enjoy this. I've, There's only one. It's boobs. It's the girls' fake boobs from like really far away when it's at night and they're in the lake, so you can't see that well. It's just the blood and there was a lot of gore and we yeah, didn't really that's talk the biggest part.
0: We, we didn't really talk too much about that. I know we talked a lot about it in the babysitter. The gore here Brutal. Was, yeah. It was it was a little different from the babysitter gore. Some of the babysitter gore was just oh shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a lot of that in here because I kind of I don't know if I've just kind of gotten used to seeing stuff like that or what. But I, I found the gore at the beginning when they showed the story of his parents getting killed, Chad's parents getting killed. That was that was a little rougher for me. The machete, a, a to machete right through the a throat.
1: throat. That's it's the more realistic stuff that hurts to watch. Like a couple from this when the the kid impaled himself on a tree on accident and he just kind of stuck there and hes that's kind of hard to watch. The noises and the... Whoo kind of stuff. The the stuff that feels like it'll take the wind right out of you and it just hurts to kind of see that. There are a couple in this, but The Wood Chipper, you watch that and you don't think, oh, oh my gosh, that's so awful. At least for me. I think, wow, I, that kind of sucks.
0: <laughs> well, I think what, what made it less rough for me to watch is because by that time, you kind of figured out what was going on in the story. And so... You anticipated mm-hmm. how's this kid gonna die? You know what? Yeah. What misunderstanding is gonna happen, or what? What crazy coincidental accident is gonna happen to get this kid killed? And it was fun, and and so you you anticipated. Oh, here it comes! Here it comes something's gonna happen, and so it wasn't as in your fa- well, it was still in your face, but yeah. it wasn't as uh, oh gosh, oh, you know, out of nowhere because you yeah. knew it was coming.
1: And th- I think they did a really good job because there was probably like eight. Of the college kids, something like that? Mm-hmm. And the first few were kind of drug out through the movie of the crazy shit happening, how they died, and maybe a couple at a time. But then there were still like a good four teens to go, or not teens, I keep saying that, college kids to go. But like in the, in the final kind of everyone encountering each other in their vacation home, in Tucker and Dale's vacation home, there was a a big quick scene of a bunch of kids dying. There was the, the weed eater to the face. Mm-hmm. There was guy got on fire, guy caught on fire. Then another girl like that. And then the house blew up. And so that kind of eliminates all them. And except for the final boss, I'll call him Chad. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just like, somehow he looked like two face from dark night. And somehow that explosion made him a shit ton crazier than he already was. Like doing the James Bond style, tied her, the girl to the um, like a lumber mill thing where she was going to go into a saw. Yeah. And
0: it, that just made me think of the laser things. From James Bond. It made me think of like Looney Tunes and stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Like old cartoons, that shit used to happen all the time. I mean, the, well, I won't get into that, but yeah. D- Daffy Duck getting shot in the face by Elmer Fudd, and all oh, it does God. is just knock his beak backwards and he has to turn <laughs> around. So there, were, there was some yeah. brutal violence back in the day with cartoons.
1: Well, you just no blood or gore or any graphic stuff. And no. Just maybe the, a, more the
0: cartoony. Maybe funny. a lump on the head that grew like six inches. I or know. Like that was that from the, a frying uh, Tom pan. and Jerry for yeah. me. Okay. Well, if you're into dark comedies, I, I I highly recommend this. It was a fun ride. I was entertained pretty much the entire time, especially once things got rolling. So yeah. I, I would definitely recommend this movie. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Me too.
1: I've, I'd recommend everyone should watch it.
0: <laughs> All right. So you so far got the highest scoring movie out of the four episodes we've already done. So it's my turn next week. I need to bring a banger. Yeah. So Yeah, you do. You know, we, we kind of talked about Porky's and, and Airplane and the movies that I've picked. And while i really really like to pick the movies from the 80s that just to see if they stand the test of time the last two that i've picked he's not enjoyed so i do feel a little I bit i liked
1: airplane it, it, there was some some stuff i didn't like but it doesn't mean i just like hated it and would really hate if you picked another movie from the 80s cuz i know that you were saying that was kind of like what you wanted to do cuz it, it brings a rift in opinions
0: it is what i want to do but i I just know from last week I'd like something to grab you from the beginning, and I know last week you were completely checked out until (laughs) about the last thirty minutes. So there is I feel I do feel some pressure to to pick something. And God, I thought you were going to love airplanes. I I thought you were going to love Porky. So I really want to find something that I really feel confident that you're going to enjoy. I don't care about getting the highest score. I just would like. I would like one of my movies from the 80s to totally stand the test of time, and so some 18-year-old in 2019 could be like, yeah, man, that was
1: great. I feel some pressure, too, because this isn't the movie I was going to choose to like, 15 minutes before the actual podcast. Really? This was what I was going to choose, like, a couple weeks ago, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of sat on it, chose Raw Bounce, regretted it. Yeah, my last movie was weak as shit, and so I needed to bring something good today, because there's a couple movies I really enjoyed watching. But I'm worried about what the outcome would be in the reaction of you when we're doing the podcast and if it'd be if it'd be fun to talk about afterward.
0: Well, I think we're, we're so young in our podcasting career here. I think as time goes <laughs> by, I think it would be like, I don't give a fuck what you think. I want to watch this movie or, yeah. or, or sometimes it'll be like, you know, what, I'm just going to play this movie. I'm just going to roll with it. He may like it. He may not like it. I don't care. I want to see. And so maybe you just might throw out a movie there. You know what? I'm I'm just going to see if he likes it or not. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed episode number five of Movie Muggin' with our review of Tucker and Dale versus Evil. We both thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Next week is my turn. Unfortunately. And, and I'm already feeling the pressure to pick out something <laughs> good. So hopefully I will, and hopefully you will enjoy it. Guys, once again, we would love it if you would send us an email. Uh, you got questions for us? Send some questions. You got some comments? Uh, leave your death threats behind. We don't need those. But send them to me. But but seriously, we'd, we'd love to interact with you. Uh, like I said, if you if you give us some comments, you give us some feedback, you, you have some questions, we will answer them during Lobby Time with Vincent Jack, and we'll give you a shout-out. So until next time, thank you for tuning in to Movie Muggin, and we'll uh, catch you next week. See you later. Bye-bye.